heard it here first. You heard it here first. Lightning round. This ain't no disco. This ain't no country club either. And if you thought this was a disco or a country club, then you're out of your fucking mind because this is my views of my own podcast, season two. And if you're a friend of the show, then why don't you leave a five-star rating on your podcast app or leave a nice review. You could even share an episode with a friend. Hell, shit, you can share it with all your friends on social media, people that aren't even your friends, people from high school you don't even like. And you could even smash that subscribe button so that every single time I make an episode, you know about it. And that's all I got to say, because this ain't no disco. This is Glendale. Recording in progress. Beat you to it, lady. <laughs> are you are you are you, are you us? Was that what you were doing? No, I like... was TikToking us. I was TikToking <laughs> us earlier when you went to go grab the drink, um, because um, I put my commercials up on TikTok, so they probably okay. look at the kick out of you grabbing a Mountain Dew to interview me. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. so now that I guess now that I'm recording, before I, I should I should be introducing you. I'll introduce you in one second. But so everybody okay. knows, no, you I, me I, see, I see Kristen in a, in a hard Mountain Dew commercial every day because of my demographic. Like they, they <laughs> like you're on my you're on my Instagram like ads. You're on my Twitter ads. I think I saw you on Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. I, I knew that it was uh, it was ordained. It was preordained that you would be the guest, the first guest of season two. That's amazing that you've seen me in so many ads. Like there's <laughs> they're still running and I'm so happy. <laughs> I, I'm the market. I mean, who like yeah, you know, like how many I started mixing alcohol with Mountain Dew like when I was like 13. Right. <laughs> right. They're hey man, they found it. They finally found it. Oh, I have, to, I have to apologize to everybody. There's totally a chance. So I'm still getting over COVID. It was like a really, really gnarly one. I might lose my voice again. This is the first, this is like the first day that my voice has been back. Yeah. But I can already feel it like starting to disappear. <laughs> Just keep sipping that Mountain Dew, man. You'll be fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to take a <laughs> sip of my Baja Blast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm totally tagging them in this. I'm oh, going to be their ongoing delicious. sponsor. They don't even know it yet. <laughs> Pure energy. I was baptized in that shit. <laughs> I was born to, for that role. <laughs> All right. I guess. I should. This is what I was supposed to do at first. My guest today is Kristen Lundberg. There's so much I can tell you about Kristen. I mean, I just told you that she's in my favorite commercial. It's the only commercial I watch, honestly. Uh, Kristen Lundberg is the spawn of Dayton, Ohio, and a current Glendalian in Glendale, California. Man, she's been completing second city writing she's been in chicago she she's a comedian you should know she's been featured chicago la new york 
She won the Whiskey Tango Foxtrot Award in Cincinnati. I mean, is there anything that she can't do? That's what I'm trying to say. That was for uh, the 48-hour film project. For the 48-hour film project. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just actress, comedian, all-around excellent person. And, uh, you know, if Kristen wasn't one of the funniest people out there, then obviously she wouldn't be on the show. You know that. I never steer you guys wrong. So what's up, Kristen? <laughs> I am I am never not funny. <laughs> Here we go. The bar has been set. <laughs> the things have been said. Well, he said what he said, you guys. I'm funny, and that's that. <laughs> and you do your own stunts. So there's that's more. I do. I do. I did it in the hard Mountain Dew commercial. I was kind of like curious about that. Like, did you get hurt? Because that like, or would you just land on like a mattress you couldn't see? Is that like the... You want to know a fun story? You want to know a fun story about that? Did I get hurt? That's a loaded question. (laughs) Um, Because I'm doing the stunts, and am I going to admit to getting hurt? No. Okay. (laughs) But what happened was uh, the night before the shoot, I went out to eat with my dad, and I contracted food poisoning. Oh my god! Uh, And so when I was on set, I couldn't say anything because I was pretty sure that if I said I had an upset stomach, that they would say it was COVID. And uh, you know, I was a little afraid that they were going to peg me with COVID, so I didn't say I kept my mouth shut. I had the squirts, and I couldn't talk about it. And And you were doing belly. Did I get hurt doing the stunts? No, but did it hurt to do them because of my explosive diarrhea that day? Yes. <laughs> it hurt so much to hold it inside. And they were shooting in 120 frames per second. So if I squirted, it would be in slow motion. That's why, would, yeah, that's why it, it looked so ill. It was like the Avatar camera or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they got some really good, you know, the best, so I guess the best like, quality, to, the best stuff. To anyone that hasn't seen the commercial, or if you, even if you have, like I'm I've seen it so many times, but I'm like the premise is essentially like a delivery dude drops a bunch of alcoholic Mountain Dew and then yeah. a bunch of people get se- seriously hurt trying to steal his shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Because it's like because yeah, it, it's it's so good. You'll rob the delivery dude for the for the do yeah well when they were doing the casting they were saying like uh it was going to be set in the apocalypse like there's going to be zombies chasing after you i feel like they were just telling us all that stuff to get the reaction out of us but they're definitely like i was a little disappointed there weren't any zombies but it's like okay i basically am one so you know lurch for it i remember the director telling me uh i want you to stick your tongue out like you really want that do (laughs) and then i just boom i had it after that it was like (laughs) i see it now yeah it was like uh kind of like a higher quality 28 days later look mm-hmm. and you're like i mm-hmm. i've got to get fucked up on this baja blast seltzer yeah you know i like that you say higher has... quality because 28 days later was like an indie film <laughs> <laughs> they probably spent more on that 15 seconds of commercial than they did for the entire film of 28 days later oh yeah uh 20 days later i think was one of the first movies uh shot entirely on just like a digital camera it was yeah like, that like or like you know that a mainstream like blockbuster movie that was like they didn't use film yeah and actually that's i thought thought that was what lent to the uh reality of it yeah 
dude i really hope to be involved in more uh film commercials and well film i i want to be involved in film <laughs> more yeah, for sure than commercial. i mean commercials is great and everything but just to be on a film and have that you know that uh family of like we're doing it teamwork yeah. all of us it's you and uh it's you and i for the next 28 days baby you know can i bring up like a i just like i know we're talking about film now but this popped yeah, into yeah. my head while we were having like we were talking about the do commercial yeah that's like it's just a it's weird how these memories will be stuck in some like crease in my brain folds and yeah. will disappear for 20 years and then one day like and i'm thinking about the first mountain dew commercial that i can ever remember it was busta rhymes and he's like in a helicopter and then like he like drinks mountain dew and jumps out of the helicopter like in a snowboard and like lands on a mountain and like snowboards down the mountain and then like does a flip onto a skateboard or some shit clearly wow. it's not busta rhymes doing any of that shit <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> he's like i can do that shit with my tongue but not with my mouth not with my feet and legs <laughs> they, just, they have a history of great premises yeah <laughs> i love so, mountain it's been a lot around for a while it's the fuck it's the og hillbilly drink yeah it is that's because it's, it's one the, of the, more, think of the mountains the mountains is where it's originated <laughs> there's certain redneck shit that i just like that you know and i do live in nashville you know and like there's certain redneck yeah. shit that just in mountain dew is one of the most like you just love vestigial it. redneck things that i'll never get rid of <laughs> yeah Oh, but speaking of uh, Glendale, California, yeah. home of uh, System of a Down, and now home to Kristen Lundberg. And I'm That's pretty so sure cool. I'm pretty sure Glendale is supposed to be where a Pulp Fiction takes place. So a very illustrious history in your town. Oh, that's really cool, dude. I didn't even know that. You did your research. That's awesome. Oh, no, you didn't I, know uh, System of a Down was from Glendale? No, but now that you say it, it makes total sense because everybody out here is like Armenian or Greek. Oh, yeah. Or like, yeah, some version of that. So it's like, okay, okay, that makes sense. That's Everybody's awesome. like, wake up. Why don't you put on a little makeup? That song is dude, fucking lit. I love them. Yeah, I yeah. Yeah, I love System of Down. Um, and yeah, Pulp Fiction too. What an iconic movie. Yeah, oh I didn't, God. you know, it just, the thing was, I never really bothered to care where it took place. But then yeah. I found out it was in Glendale and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So it's like, amazing. that's all happening in Glendale, supposedly. They film stuff in Glendale, but it's, uh, it's, it's not very often. We're not, we're not like, a, you know, like, we're not like a studio city or like a Echo Park. Like they do a lot of filming in Burbank and, I don't know. They kind of leave Glendale alone because Glendale is not part of LA and nor do they want to be. <laughs> Glendale is, it's a, it's like a very strong, I think it's like 95% of the people here are Armenian. And then everyone else is just like, like me, like, Hey, I just want to live near Hollywood, but not in it because yeah. it's a lot of crazy bullshit. <laughs> like that's I never, I didn't know that. Like, I've, I've never been like every time I go to LA, I don't really leave the, like the city that much yeah you know what i always think about when i think of glendale always i think of uh that song deborah by beck oh i don't know that one. Oh, he's like oh, he's like i'm gonna take you up to glendale 
gonna take you for a real good meal. You don't know that song? Awesome. No, I want to. I met you at JC Penny. Your name tag said Jen A. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's man. Beck is my man. I just, I just assume that I don't know where Beck's originally. I, maybe he's from LA, but he's in that Beck? song. He's gonna take you up to Glendale for Glendale for a really good meal. But he Beck doesn't. He doesn't say what restaurant he's talking about. Yeah, probably because they would sue him. <laughs> <laughs> the song's from like '99 cool. too. The restaurant could be out of business. Yeah. Oh, hey, not to mention another Glendale fact, a factoid that not yeah. many people know about. But a uh, friend of the show, Aaron Tracy, has an ongoing project called uh, "Strange Trash of Glendale." <gasps> oh my God! Yes, 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 yes. I follow the Instagram. Do you follow her on the gram? Yeah, she's like, she finds the she weirdest. She needs to do more. She needs to get street. with it. She needs a little more content. I need more content. No, because Glendale is like the oh my god, people are always getting rid of stuff in Glendale. I have a whole TikTok dedicated to free stuff that I find. <laughs> a lot of it I do find in Glendale, and yeah. So if you guys want to know some tricks to finding free stuff, go what's your what's your TikTok handle? I mean, you can follow it. It's just my first and last name, Kristen Lundberg. Oh, that's easy as hell. I'm the Craigslist Cinderella, the commercial princess. The best things in life are free. And I do believe that. <laughs> the um, next, the, just, my new thing now is literally going to be just watching your TikTok constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm posting constantly, man. I'm trying to get followers. I don't uh, have I, one yet. I never, I, I never made a TikTok. Long time. I just didn't really start getting into it until recently. I just kind of had like a shift in mindset and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. So, but I don't know. It's like, I, I, I want to be an actor. I want to do comedic films. Yeah. Um, that, that's my goal. 20, by the end of 2022, at least I've, I want to be, I want to be hired by my agent or through my agent for some type of SAG production film where i oh, get yeah. to work in an ensemble of uh similar funny people um so that's what i'm trying to do and um i was like you know tiktok has just been sitting here and they're hiring actors off of tiktok yeah and oh, that's wild. i'm like i'm like you know what i'm so i'm such a rogue i'm so renegade like that is some shit that i would do that is some shit i would get hired off of is off of the tiktok i you know i would do that i would so, i am <laughs> i would love it if like you got hired to be like the next like velociraptor trainer in the ne in the new jurassic park off tiktok they're like you're perfect we need like we need like a funny velociraptor trainer <laughs> i mean like, it doesn't even have to be funny i mean like it's not i don't you know i don't even have to be funny 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 like i just want to work with a team of people oh i just i, I, I got like that idea. Really i just kind of feel like because chris chris pratt started yeah. out as funny and right, I feel right, like that's right. how he landed that role is they were like, oh, he's funny, so he'll be likable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just real, down to earth. I feel like there's a yeah. new door that's been opened for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. No, and I love that. I I would absolutely, like, I've been a male woman. Like in that uh, that Mountain Dew commercial, I was a male woman. I'm totally the type to put on, the, you know, I'm the lady in uniform. I'm the yeah. lady in uniform that, you know, suddenly th bad things happen to her. and We all get to laugh at how ridiculous she flails her arms. That is me. Um, I am the, you know, I'm like, I'm the one who who's going to get her arm like caught in a garbage disposal while like, you know, trying to fix somebody's plumbing is like, oh, shit. 
Oh, you know what? I think you would be sick as hell in. You might disagree with me. You might not like not even like Lord of the Rings, but I just watched the trailer for the new Lord of the Rings uh, series, The Rings of Power. Yeah. And I was oh, like, wow. and, like, I feel like you really have the versatility. Like you could be a hobbit. You could be an elf. You could be a human. I feel like you could do any of those things and it would all work. Dude, I just took an acting class from Heidi Marshall, New York, and she had me do uh, the Galadriel uh, scene where she's like uh, talking with Bilbo. And I was Galadriel and I had like a nice flowy vibe. And uh, what was it? He's like, um, if you want it, I'll give you the one ring. And I'm like, oh, I thought you would never ask. My heart so desires it because I wouldn't just be a queen. I would be a beautiful queen and I would be terrible as dawn, treacherous as the sea, stronger than the foundations of earth. All would love me and despair. And then I'm like, oh, wow, that ring. Oh, goodness gracious. No, I'm just kidding. I don't want that ring. Uh, I'm going to go back to the West. (laughs) You know, I delivered it very differently. That was the Kristen Lundberg approach to delivery, like, kind of ridiculous over the top but that was a fun scene fun that's scene. honestly that's such, such a good fucking monologue yeah yeah yeah, yeah where she's like yeah. she's like i would be a queen like like what she's gonna say like yeah, terrible yeah. and like, terrible is dawn yeah. treacherous is the sea stronger than the foundations of earth <laughs> all would love me in despair oh and then i go back into my little elfish self like <laughs> oh, what was that? <laughs> okay, well, I passed the test. Yeah, I just want to make cookies in my Keebler tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <coughs> oh, so hey, fun scene. I like Lord of the Rings. By the like, way, speaking of like uh, working with people, I was just like up in the comments this morning and noticed that uh, a guy named Bill Russell was up in the comments saying. That, oh yeah very complimentary of you Chicago, Bill. i think he said not only did he say that you are awesomeness personified but then he said you're an amazing person to work with but then you know there's something kind of cryptic at the end because he says there was a sock incident in chicago oh okay, like a bill. all right bill bringing up the sock incident okay well when i was in chicago you know i used to drink a lot drink chicago is a drinking town okay yeah. so we were up at a bar and um, I went into the men's restroom because I couldn't find the women's. They had some kind of cryptic way of saying women's and men's. You know how sometimes bars like to do that. I hate when they do that where it doesn't just like, <laughs> have a like this is dames and this is d- the yeah dames and gents or some whatever. I'm like I don't Shut know up. what this means. Shut up with yeah. that artistic bullshit. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or they do it like in, a, in another language or they go whoever yeah. whatever and i'm like then i'm mad i'm like you know what i'm just <laughs> just put bathroom just put bathroom okay all right anyway um so i went in the mints and there's no toilet paper because you know mints just be peeking and they don't need toilet paper i guess and <laughs> not true and there's no toilet paper <laughs> so i took my sock off i used my sock through the sock oh, well that's that's just Crash. that's just ingenuity that's just i being didn't like macgyver that's nasty <laughs> i've done worse things than that. that covered my heel i didn't use like the toe part or the nasty part you know Hon- I honestly you know just to everyone out there like you know you'll never know when that when that situation might happen to you <clears throat> i've had people like text me and be like 
yo, I'm at a party. I'm in the bathroom. There's no toilet paper. And I just took a giant shit. What am I going to do? And it's like, the answer is take off. If you have a sock, that would be the first thing you should do. (laughs) (laughs) You know, before you start using people's like. You got underwear. You got a scarf. You got a, you know, what what else could you do? I mean, in women's, there's usually like a toilet seat cover. Yeah. Those work. They're they're thin. They're tissuey. Um, if you're at someone's else? home, they have uh, hand towels. Use the toilet paper roll itself. Yeah. <laughs> I was a I was on a a beach once, and it was like a a nature preserve. Like it was like very delicate ecosystem. It was like gnarly. <clears throat> but I had been like I'd been on a boat for days and days and days, and like. I had a shit. I hadn't. I hadn't shit in like four days. So it was like when the time. It was like the first time I'd been on land. So like it was got really crucial. Yeah, you're like at a spiritual level of eating. Yeah, shit. And I was talking to the dude, and I was. I was like, Great man, God. I gotta go. Like, I gotta go right now. And he's like, he's like, there's no bathrooms on this island. This is a, this is a delicate ecosystem. Like we're trying to rebuild, and it's like you can't shit on this island because it will kill off like all these endangered species. And what? I was like, and I was like, well, what are you doing? He's like, he's like, go find a flat rock shit on the flat rock cover it with another flat rock and throw it in the ocean that's the only way that you can shit on this island and i was like okay and the thing was i would there was i was with a lot of people and so like i was like oh my god so i was like i had to go off i had to shit in front of like 30 people and it's like you know people are like they watch they like look at you so like i'm like all right so i'm like i take a giant shit in front of 30 people make a little sandwich out of it with rocks throw it into the ocean and then clearly can't wipe my ass because there's nothing on the beach but rocks. So I just like pull my pants back up and turn around. I'm like, cool. Well, this is a great island. <laughs> Let's get back to the boat. <laughs> that sounds like the worst experience ever. Dude, I would. I, not even, I not would even be, in the top 10 worst experiences I've had. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to shit in front of people like that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awful. I would, I would shit on a rock that's fine put another rock on top of it okay you're asking a lot <coughs> but okay <laughs> i think the secondary rock is meant to uh keep the shit, the shit from like uh fr- like you know like a frisbee like and you know shooting the shit out like a quasar like the secondary yeah. rock is supposed to just kind of hold it into place like a hand right, right it's like using it yeah it's using it as like a sh- shit cement uh cementing tube so what the fuck else is there to talk about i don't <laughs> I, <laughs> I have something to talk about i don't know if you know uh yeah do you know, uh do you know jared leto has a cult no you didn't know that i just found out about it no was, what what does he call it a cult yeah he calls it a cult and uh i this my friend told me about it just like the other day he was like he's like dude you know jared leto has a cult and he has like his own island and he go there and he just dresses like Jesus and like people just walk around and you just listen to like 30 seconds to Mars and mm-hmm. like do yoga. And I was like, what? And then I looked it up. I was like, well, how do you join this cult? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's way, it's more expensive than I'm willing. I mean, I'm not going to pay. I figured you got to be like famous or something. No, like- you just have to have like $7,000 and love 30 seconds to Mars and like yoga. 7,000? Yeah. Eh. I mean, that's, I would say that's about normal for like, for like a yogi retreat like that. It sounds like he's selling like a yogi retreat situation in which he's a guru and it's like, 
okay, fine. Maybe you're paying a little extra to have him as the guru, but like, if you wanted to do a yogi treat like that somewhere else, like Bermuda or wherever, like it would probably be about that cost. Yeah. I think it's, it's like a harmless cult. It's like, it's not like he's like in the Charles, you can have a cult. That's not Charles Manson. You could have a cult. That's just like, you're just giving your little money. Yeah. I love a good fun, loving cult. I like to imagine it like this. I like to imagine (laughs) that like, Jared Leto's cult meetings or he's like like the snake from the jungle book and his yeah. eyes just like start spinning around like pinwheels but uh, he's just like basically he's just like teaching a yoga class yeah <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> that's some fun that's some fun interesting tea um yeah I don't know I I used to do a yogi uh I was part of a yogi temple in Chicago called Temple of Kriya Yoga. Sick. And I felt I felt they were pretty culty. You know, you had a certain like they they really wanted to get into your life, know what you're doing there. Yeah. I mean, shit. <laughs> CrossFit's kind of culty, and that's like basically like just lifting yeah. weights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like CrossFit is just a euphemism for cults basically <laughs> well i don't know i guess maybe i was just using that to warm you up for yeah i feel like we're i feel like it's time for us to like get cultural and this podcast is Whoa. known for being nice cultural and educational and so <laughs> <laughs> speaking of cults uh i just got sent an article that appears to be really culturally significant so okay. i'm just gonna read it to you and and then you explain me what the hell is going on. Does that sound okay. like a, a plan? All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see here. This is an article written by Brianne Tracy for People Magazine. Uh, I just skimmed it and I found it fascinating, but I just want to know like what you think is going on here. Okay. It's called Hanson is all grown up and dads of 15 inside their awesome journey in the 25 years since... Mm, Bob. Okay. Um, what, do think, what do you think about the 15 kids between the three Hanson boys? I think that they are, I thought that the number 15 was signifying the age of the boys. No, they're all like 40. Yeah, so they could have a 15-year-old. Oh, no, yeah, they have a, they their kids range from like 1 to 19. That's what I was Oh, okay, okay. But they have 15 kids. That's what that headline is. Can you read it again? <laughs> here's the here's the lead. In this week's issue of People, Hanson brothers Isaac, Taylor, and Zach open up about their rise to fame and life at home in Tulsa, Oklahoma, with their combined 15 kids. Oh. Okay, 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 okay. Um uh okay tulsa oklahoma great great market right now explosive housing market right now uh they're probably like you know out there living their tulsa life i don't know what what are those kids doing what what do you mean what is it about it's about their tulsa life okay so like for for instance you know they're just like putting their kids through school and then their kids got to hear stuff like, oh, your dad's saying umbop? <laughs> Isn't that the most Disney corny shit ever? 
trust me though this article does like like it's it starts out a little bit slow and then it gets like pretty fucking gnarly hold up this ain't no disco (laughs) this ain't no country club either yeah this is the part of the recording that i fucked up and i lost 20 minutes of the interview so all I want to say is it wouldn't have made a whole lot of sense if uh, I edited it together and that whole 20 minutes was missing and I didn't create this little segue. So I just want to say that uh-huh. all I want to do is have some fun. Here's the rest of the interview. I hope you enjoy it. And now back to the interview. Oh, my God. Oh. In my cult, <laughs> the cult of SAG AFTRA. That's right. We skipped over talking about all of the Umbaf stuff. I guess. You know what? That it was. We're coming back. It was. It was different... such a like. You know what? It, in my mind, it seemed like such a great idea. But the fact that like we lost it is just. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> This is totally fine. Yeah, skip, well, we thought we were recording our hot takes about uh, the Isaac, you know, being, <laughs> being banned for being too too hot of a Christian, um, and being canceled for being too cool of a Christian. <laughs> In my opinion, it's just I feel hot like cool. I feel like this is so funny because this is like episode one of season two, and like I. I've been in this like like I was saying like after we're really like, the COVID, blowing it. we're really blowing it. <laughs> well, the, the like I I was gonna mention in the beginning as like a disclaimer just to you that like I've been yeah. having like like for real like the COVID brain fog that people talk about where like yeah. I've been like forgetting shit like can't yeah. think of like just like normal stuff like walk out of my house and leave like the thing I need and so yeah. it's crazy because like. I have fucked up this episode so hard and I feel bad because I feel like you're like, dude, I just went on the nah, most unprofessional okay. podcast. It's just like you're, it's just like your brain damage is battling my slight autism. Um like, I, I I literally have no idea where even where we would have left off. I think we started fucking with the umbop. Oh, I wanted to oh yeah, I said I was a romantic and we were talking about oh my God, uh, we, okay. We get we the a romantic least... a ace that and how I'm going to be the a romantic ace icon of 2023. Um, that's what we were talking about. That, all right, that's I'm gonna all that I'm gonna bring this. You know what? I'm I'm a professional and I'm gonna salvage this. Salvage I'm, I'm, I'm gonna turn this ship around and we're gonna ace. we're gonna at least get to that. I'm gonna tell now, everybody what happened. All right, my speaker blew on my uh, laptop. I couldn't plug in my headphones. I had to stop the recording. I had to restart the Zoom meeting we i read an entire people magazine article to kristen about the band hansen uh <laughs> and i cried and i was like why is he doing this and and what she and she was not vibing with like, it <laughs> so honestly you guys didn't miss out on anything other than the fact that like the guys in hansen have been posting a lot of like racist transphobic uh there's a war on christmas type shit 
<laughs> oh yeah, and I said you Jesus can't be canceled. Yeah. There's no war on Christmas. You can't cancel Jesus. Yeah, I agree that Jesus is uncancelable and so therefore Christmas. So anyway, so that, there we just caught everybody up on fucking Hanson. They're out here posting racist, pro-gun, transphobic memes. They got in trouble. They said they were sorry. Moving forward, now we're going to talk about you. You taught me what aromantic means, but oh yeah, I'll ask again. uh, What does aromantic mean? The basic rundown is: we don't want romance. We get fulfilled with other types of friendships family relationships and work relationships, but we don't want a romantic sexual partner. We might partner up with somebody who is our friend. Yes, they might be a man. For me, it might be a man. He might be an attractive man. And we would hang out and be best buds and live together and work together, but we would not have sex because I think that sex is a chore. Peace. (laughs) That was actually (laughs) so concise that time around. So the first time I, I also I felt I felt stupid the first time when you were telling me because I was like, well, what does that mean? But <laughs> the other thing that I was asking you is that like, you know, who's like who is out here in, like representing, like, you know, like in pop culture or whatever. Nobody. Like, There's no aromantic. It's just Kristen motherfucking lumber. Just Kristen and motherfucking lumber is the only one out I, here it, representing. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeet yeet. <laughs> yeet yeet. Skirt, skirt. Physically, emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking nobody else in my life. <laughs> oh man, I just I want you to do a song with Young Jeezy so bad about a romantic relationships. Yeah, well, dude, I just think like like a romantic people. We've been told, oh well, you just it's just an excuse because you don't want to date anybody. It's just an excuse to stay single or it's just an excuse or whatever like that. But the real thing is, is I've been dating people romantically in the past because I've been trying to do the right thing and fit in when what I feel in my heart is I don't want to have sex with you. I don't want you to do any weird kissy stuff. I don't want you to talk, baby talk. I don't want any of that. I don't want any thing like that and i've just been going with it because i'm like oh this is what couples are this is what you're supposed to do but i'm like oh this past couple of years they've termed it they've made a term for it and it's like once they termed it and i read the description i read about other people in the community that are like that i'm like oh this is cool because now i don't have to make up excuses to my family as to why I don't have a certain partner or why I don't. Now all I have to do is be like, I don't vibe like that. And and I don't have to in everything that in our society, like uh, like there's certain like tax breaks that married couples get. It's like things are financially geared towards making couples succeed. Um, so now that there's a term for us, it's like, okay, I feel like validated, like, Oh, it's okay. I've just been part of a special group that's been yeah. a little marginalized. You know, it's like, oh, you're single. What's wrong with you? Why don't you get mad? Like, well, that's the, no. thing, the wild thing is, you know, because you were saying uh, this year, like uh, at Pride this year, this is the first time that you were out there, like being like, hey, this is uh, this is my group. This is who I'm with. 
whatever. This, yeah. is, like, this is how I feel. This is what I believe. Yeah, because this it's is like, like the first year I, I've known about it. What the thing I'm is like, so crazy is yes. like, what's I don't understand people's goddamn problem being able to understand when someone else says this is what I am or, you know, like, yeah, you know, like it's just take it at face value. It's like, it's not that hard. Right. Like, you don't have just because because it's not your thing doesn't make it not exist. That's insane. Right. Well, it's like my family, they just want to make sure that I'm okay. Yeah. You know, they want to make sure that I'm living, you know, that I'm emotionally okay. In the way that they were taught is like, you know, to you, you find a husband to make you feel full, to make you feel fulfilled. You know, you got to go out there and get yourself a husband and find a romantic relationship to feel fulfilled. And like, that's not the case. And I've talked to therapists about it before and stuff. And like, I'd be like, you know, I really don't think like, you know, I don't know if I'm cut out for this. Like, you know, like I'm not gay though. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I like, I don't know if I like women, but I don't like men either. But I don't, I, yeah. I just mainly don't want to have sex with them. Like, yeah. like that's all it is. I'm still attracted to certain, like I'm still attracted to males and females. I'm still attracted to certain men, like, it just doesn't like, but once the, the sex and the relation, like the romantic stuff gets involved, then I start acting awkward. Yeah. Cause it is awkward for me. I don't know if I, it's because my, like I've been a comedian for so long. My brain is just automatically trained to make everything jokes or something. It's yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe I just can't go that deep. You guys Maybe I just can't go that deep anymore, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. But yeah, and then, so then what were we talking about? Oh, I was saying I'm a part of a cult called SAG. Oh, yeah, you're in the yeah, SAG cult. Talk about moving out here. Oh, because, fuck, I wonder, did we miss the whole part where we were, like, talking about... Talking uh, about cults I think you should bit? leave and how, like, you should be a cast member on that, or better yet, that, like, like we would, like, both be able to, like, create our own versions of that show, <laughs> because that's, like, that really is, like, peak level of yeah. what we want i mean i don't know because like i said i'm still in the covid brain fog i'm still like forgetting shit constantly i don't know when yeah. the recording started it again <laughs> yeah i don't know i think i think it just yeah pretty much there that's where we started again and yeah yeah so we just welcome went, to season two <laughs> i told you guys that i had grown mentally physically emotionally it's all it's all evident I don't know if you know this, but we are dangerously close to the lightning round. Okay. And I don't know if you know about the lightning round or how it works, but the lightning uh, round is where I ask you questions super fast and you don't have time to think about it. It's not intellectual. Oh. It's straight from the gut, straight from the heart. And you just got to answer the Okay. Uh, yeah. That's how I live my life. It gets me in trouble sometimes. But anyway. And, and some of these, I understand, they're like tough questions, you know, or like, you know, yeah. but they're all, a lot of them, they're, they're hypotheticals. So, right. you know, some of them are. First one, let's just like jump right into this. All right. I need to put like a lightning strike thunder sound. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you think the person that is the number one best in the world at Pilates can beat up, beat up whoever is the shittiest Navy SEAL? Uh, no, because no. they don't have fight skills. But they have like a really strong core. I mean, like the shittiest yeah, Navy SEAL could be like pretty bad. 
Maybe not. Yeah, but he probably went through at least some kind of like fight training. The person of Pilates might have a really strong core, but <laughs> really, okay. what is it? Yeah, this uh, those are two different art forms. You heard it here Navy first. Navy Seal has it. If you if you have any intention of fighting a Navy Seal, don't use Pilates as your training uh, uh, regimen. Do a I mean, martial do jujitsu or something. You know, she the, our Pilates person would be in really great shape if the Navy Seal kicked their ass, and the Pilates person would be able to bounce back from it better. Yeah. yeah. Than they would have without taking the Pilates, but that's the whole point of Pilates is it gets you, uh, it reduces your sports injuries, but doesn't really train you for any kind of sports. And the Navy <laughs> SEAL could be like, he could, you know, he could probably like kick the Pilates person's ass, but then be like, ah, oh, threw my back out kicking that Pilates person's <laughs> ass, and now like, you know, now my back really hurts. I got to take all this Tylenol. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, so I guess it's half. Uh, six of one, half dozen of the other. That's what that's the bottom line here. <laughs> yeah, all right. Moving forward, this is a cultural question. I told you it's a cultural podcast. Okay, uh, yeah. so cool. how come uh, Germans get to name their kids shit like Helmet and Wolfgang, and Americans name their kid Bryce? Um, well, because uh, Germans are. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 watch what I say. Because uh, Germans are motherfucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, <'cause, laughs> because they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> you got to admit, though, like Helmet is a cool ass name. And so is Wolfgang. I like Wolfgang a lot. Yeah. I'm yeah, pissed yeah. that I didn't get named Wolfgang. Wolfgang Puck. Good, uh, oh, yeah, chef. <laughs> I, I know that he has soup, he has cans of soup at the store. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. All right, shout out Wolfgang Puck, Helmets yeah. Newton. Dermot, they're, you know, they're a little bit more, they don't need like fancy names. Yeah, Americans, we need to like, you know, Germans already have strong egos. They don't need like a fancy name or whatever. They just want their kid to be strong. So helmet, strong. Yeah, helmet. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy too because like over there it's like Germans are like still really into like parkour and like techno. Like those are like yeah. like that shit is like still like cool as hell. Oh really? Techno, huh? Te I mean, techno is cool as hell. Still. Like, I mean, techno is popular here, but I just feel like in Germany, it's like. I mean, Tiesto, come on, bitch. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I've never listened to Tiesto in my life, and I don't even know if I'm saying it right. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, I really want to go. I'm constantly aware of these pop culture things, and it's like I don't know what to do with them. I just I have want to, to go to a German parkour party so bad. <laughs> That would be so cool. I would probably rain there. Are you kidding? They all saw my Mountain Dew commercial. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for real. Oh, my. Yeah, well, dude, you know, it's fucking weird. I, this, this, it's been like since this podcast was like pretty new. People yeah. in Germany listen to this podcast, and I don't totally get it because I'm, I'm not a very international man. Like, I, I've only been 
to Mexico. Like I've never yeah. been to like any European countries. So right. I just like it's so hard for me to imagine like the Germans that are listening to this. Like I guess just like in Europe, everybody speaks multiple languages. Huh. <laughs> yeah, they they all do. They all okay. definitely do you think scientists can't invent a veggie dog that tastes better than a bunch of snouts and buttholes wrapped in the liver skin because they're too depressed about the polar ice caps melting? Um no, I don't think that's why they can't do it. Uh, they can't do it because, um, because that kind of stuff just wasn't meant to taste good together. And all the craziness <laughs> that they put, it just wasn't meant to be. Do you mean the stuff in a veggie dog? If you want to be vegan, just, just eat a vegetable. That's what you do. Yeah. It's, it's it's, it's, scientists can't do it because God doesn't want it. God doesn't want a good tasting vegan veggie burger. They want you to eat the actual veg. He wants you to eat the vegetables the way they are. <laughs> I just I don't know. It like occurred to me because it was like Fourth of July recently, and I was like, "Why the yeah. fuck do they have like a veggie dog that tastes good?" Yeah, like, the veggie chicken nuggets they have now are the shit. They're yeah, like better yeah, than they're better than McDonald's chicken nuggets. I like I enjoy them too, and I just think they're really easy. You can make them at home too. Because all you yeah. got to do is get tofu, batter it up with whatever kind of batter you want to do, Cheez-Its, whatever. Pop that beach in the oven. There you go. And in so many ways, it's really just a vehicle for like ketchup or honey mustard or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. If you just want to eat honey mustard. Yeah. It's a good way to. <laughs> okay. Hypothetical scenario. Last one. Okay. Jared Leto. Hooks you up with two VIP passes to go worship with his cult on Mars Island. Do you go or do you scalp the tickets? Oh. Yeah, I would probably scalp the tickets just because right now I'm trying to stockpile that cash. Yeah. I'm trying to stockpile cash so I can buy myself a house. Um, the experience sounds great and everything, but... Yeah. Just given the, the current times, maybe if it was COVID out like really bad, you know, maybe if it was like 2020 and it was like the beginning of the end, um, I would go. But not now, <laughs> not not when I'm actually seeing a way out, not when the market is crashing and I could buy a nice little. Well, I, I with with seven thousand dollars a ticket, I would be able to buy um, a driveway in L.A., yeah yeah <laughs> not even a quarter of the house i could buy maybe a driveway i might be able to buy the mailbox that's on the house you might as well go to mars island honestly fuck buying a driveway <laughs> okay Kristen, right. i gotta ask you the most this is the most important thing i've got to ask you okay uh, we talked about some of it earlier but we gotta talk i have to ask you where can people find you check you out all the stuff you're doing all your socials uh tiktok youtube yes everything. yes please um I, i'm most excited about my tiktok right now so i would love if you guys go there and follow me at kristen lundberg and then next on my social favorites is youtube uh, i put all of my stand up and stuff on there back when i was doing stand up now i'm more focused on film so i put uh so, some of my best like little comedy film clips my sketches um I put all my commercials up on my YouTube. Um, and also I would love if you go to my website, it is kristenlundberg.com. 
you can find out a little bit more about me there, my style. I I designed the whole website myself. So I always like getting feedback on that. Hell yeah. All right, everybody, run, don't walk. Get to Kristen's stuff. Check it out. YouTube, <laughs> all of it. And uh, shit, Kristen, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Dude, thank you. This was fun. Have a fantastic whatever day this is. All right, dude. Peace Bye, out. Kristen. Bye. Man, that sure wasn't a disco. And it wasn't even a country club either. That was the premiere of season two of my Views of My Own podcast. Thanks for listening. If you want to contact me, you can hit me up uh, at myviewsofmyown.com or on Instagram at myviewsofmyown underscore podcast or on Twitter at myviews underscore podcast. Or if you want to surprise me, have some fun and hit me up in a way that I would necessarily expect. Good night. I love you.